Welcome, everyone, to episode 387 yeah. of the Homestuck Athletes Podcast. I think it's 387. Yep. I'm I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. Uh, I think it's 387. It's either 387 or 388. I have, I've, I've been so behind on everything. Uh, we were moving out of our, our old house for good today and over the past few days. So um, uh, behind on everything, that's, that's one of the reasons why we didn't... Uh, didn't have an episode earlier in the week, uh, just chaotic times, but we're out and uh, so it shouldn't interrupt things anymore. We should get back onto a normal rookie camp schedule and all that stuff. So, yes, that, uh, oh, Evie, let's go Evie, let's go Pikachu, uh, one and the same for the most part. So, yeah. uh, Will's been playing quite a bit of that, right, Will? Yep, I have been. Yeah, um, so... Let's go Eevee is a pretty fun game, Dan. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm counting down the hours until we <clears throat> get one for Christmas. Maybe, in case somebody's listening. And they won't be listening until afterwards. Okay, gotcha. Do they <laughs> listen to the podcast? No. No. No, but it, it used to be because Eric would say a lot of swear words. Yeah, it is PG. It's rated now. We, yeah, we don't. Well, I rarely swear. Uh, you don't swear. Yeah. So we keep it. We keep it clean on thumbstick athletes now. Yeah, I mean, we might talk about uh, viol- like violence and stuff, but there won't be any curse words or wow. many curse words. Yeah, kids see violence <laughs> all the time now. Yeah, everyone plays Fortnite, so yeah, that's shooting and killing. Yep. Uh, so anyway, yeah, let let's hear about Poke. I I feel like i can talk about this because i watched an absolute ton of gameplay footage um okay probably the first i would say the first two-thirds of the game i've i've watched uh, I, I, I i'll give i'll give a shout out it's zach scott games let's go i think he's is his is pikachu um so I'll, I'll give zach scott games a shout out again uh, I, I i might try to have him on the show at some point see if he'll do an interview with us just because he's so in- integral to our household now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that would be that'd be pretty cool. Actually. That would be cool. Uh, me and my wife even like at night before we go to sleep, we'll put on his videos, yeah, and fall asleep to game videos. We, for a while, we were on the Office, um, but now just to change it up, because you know we've watched the Office like ten times. <laughs> yeah, once you see it that tenth time, you're like, all right, take a quick little break. You'll be back at some point. Oh, we'll because... definitely be back. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so the Let's Go Eevee, Let's Go Pikachu games are essentially, they're essentially remakes of uh, the Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue, the original generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got all the original Pokemon. It's slightly different uh, the way you catch Pokemon. So you don't battle random Pokemon. You only battle other trainers, at least from what I gather, right? You don't bat, uh, battle Pokemon. Um, no, you don't battle random Pokemon. Yeah, you just uh, it's it's got a system similar to Pokemon Go, uh, the way you catch Pokemon. It's you know trying to throw the Pokeball into the circle. Um, there's motion controls for that. I have I, I don't know if you've if you played with the motion controls, will? Yeah. Oh, not good. Uh, the catching is my biggest complaint on the game, and really okay. my only complaint. I just feel like. 
I feel like it can be done better. I waste Pokeballs on the easiest Pokemon because how it works is when you're catching Pokemon, you gain experience. Uh, You'll level up your Pokemon and gain experience for them. So that's a way that you can... It it mitigates grinding a little bit, so you don't have to do countless battles. You're instead catching them, which can be quicker. Yeah. And uh, and obviously with trainer battles, you get experience too, and they can level up. But it's super frustrating when you're just like, all right, I'm going to just catch some Pokemon real quick to level up, and you're throwing 12, 13 Pokeballs at a Pidgey to try to catch it and it keeps breaking it it's just super frustrating yeah and then like there's some pokemon like abra that you only really get one shot at and i i don't know if i'm just having terrible luck with it but i don't catch them on the first ball almost ever are, are and, you talking specifically about motion controls or or because i know you mentioned in the thumbstick athletes chat that it played well on handheld yeah so on handheld you don't do motion Is controls it, it's just with the thumbstick do yeah, you like so, flick it so what? No, what you do is you. What happens is the Pokemon move like on the screen. So like it could be center, or it could jump around to the left of the screen or the right of the screen, and that's when the motion controls kind of come in. You have to like make your throw that direction. It's oh. a real pain in the in the butt. Okay. But when you're doing it on the the handheld mode, you just move your joystick to whatever direction the Pokemon is, and your screen will move that way. And then okay. you press. Um, the action button, which I think is A on the switch. Okay. X. I don't know what, the, whatever the action button is, you click that and then like the circle will pop up. So, like with the catching mechanic in Pokemon Go, it's like that one circle and then there's that colored circle that gets yep. smaller and then it'll, you know, be full size and it'll get smaller. So, that'll be there. And then you just click the action button again and it'll just throw it. Like, you don't have okay. to aim it or anything like that. So, you just pretty much have to line it up. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah, so. uh, Zach's got uh, expressed some frustration with that, too. So uh, so I, I get it. Yeah, and, like, that's the only real... That's a good, good to get the negative out of the way early because that is really kind of the only thing that I really don't like about the game. And I don't know... I know in the new Pokemon game they said it's going to be the one for, like, the hardcore gamers. Yeah. But I do feel like this is a prototype for what's going to be kind of how the next game is, how it'll look and everything like that. And I'm just kind of hoping that they don't ditch uh, wild Pokemon battles. I know I see a lot of game sites talk about how like dated the mechanic of Pokemon battles in the wild are and how like they was a breath of fresh air to have the catching. And yeah. while I, I agree, I just think that it's way too frustrating for me to want to lazily play the game and then have to fling my arm around to try to catch Pokemon. Sure. And I wish there was a way that you could do handheld mode kind of uh, docked. You know what I mean? Like being yeah. able to throw it without having me to throw my arm. And maybe mm-hmm. there is. Maybe I'm just dumb and not finding it. But uh, I haven't been able to do that yet. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I mentioned, but Zach Scott also expressed frustration with that. Mm-hmm. And it had a lot of just really bad throws with the motion controls. So. Yeah, it, it's tough. That's uh, when Eric was asking if he should get it. That was like my one worry because I feel like it's something with him that while it won't deter me from playing through it, somebody who's not that big one Pokemon, which is this yep. game, but yep. I feel like if it's frustrating enough his first couple times, he's not gonna want to play it. So yeah. that's why I kind of was worried to say you should play it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but it's otherwise it's a it's a like I said, it's a remake. It's a very well done remake too. Uh, it's got a lot of modern touches in it. The Pokemon actually show up on the screen too. 
it's not uh you know not like your old rpgs where you have random battles you actually walk over to the to the pokemon that are there but it seems for the most part to be a fairly accurate recreation of of the original generation games i mean it's been a while since i've played them but yeah so think uh pokemon yellow with anime touches put it in like team rocket uh Jesse and James and Meowth were not in the in the actual game itself, right. but in the anime, like obviously they're prevalent characters. They're in this game, uh-huh. so like they have stuff like that that are in there. Um, but it follows more of the Pokemon Yellow route because how it starts out is in Red and Blue. What you do is you go to Professor Oak and you choose your Pokemon. But in this one, you go to see Professor Oak out in the wild, kind of how the game starts with all of them. And you get your starter, which is either Pikachu or Eevee, whichever one that uh, you ended up buying. And that's how you end up with the Pokemon. So, And then from there, you can collect the starters other ways. So yeah, they are still there. Um, and funny because in the original ones, he was kind of a jerk. Too. It was like Gary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who is actually in the game uh, and he's still a jerk, but your actual rival who you battle all the time is like a very friendly. Huh. <laughs> it's not not really a rival, in my opinion, a good rival. But um, I don't really care too much about that because this is, you know, the second remake of the first generation game at this point. So whatever. Right. I'm more interested in the like the tech of it at this point with how it looks, how what direction the new games are going to be trending. So anyway. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's a very nice looking game. It's very very pleasing to the eye, and yeah, it, it looks like it looks it. it looks and runs great. Like I don't know if you remember the Saffron City theme, Dan, where that's the Pokemon Tower graveyard. Yeah, I, it's it's vague. Yeah, it's kind of how it goes, but they kind of modernized it, and it's really nice. It's my favorite theme in the game. Uh, I really like. I love the the graphical overhaul. I think it's pretty impressive. And as you said, with the Pokemon showing up on screen, I think that's a really cool way of doing it. And I kind of hope that sticks around because when you go through specific parts of the game, like you just get infiltrated with Pidgeys and Zubats and stuff like that. It's really frustrating because, like, in a random battle, you would just get that repeatedly. But now you can kind of see what's going to be showing up on the in the grass and whatnot, and you can kind of pick and choose how you want to go about it, what route you want to go about it. If you want to avoid random Pokemon battles altogether, you, you really can, um, yeah. which is nice. So you just do that, and if you want to stop to catch some Pokemon, you can see and pick and choose what you want to what you want to catch and whatnot. And, like, if you catch, like, 19 Pidgeys, you can kind of send them over to Professor Oak like you would transfer them in Pokemon Go, uh-huh. and you'll get rewards and different candies and that sort of thing, which is another really cool element they added in because... Now, I don't know if you remember in the first games where you have the the PC, where you go in, choose the Pokemon yeah. you want on yep. your team, so on and so forth. Well, they implemented that into the bag now, so you can just do it at any time in any place. So you can really fluctuate and pick what Pokemon you want whenever you want and made it a lot easier. So now you don't have to go to a Pokemon Center to be able to do it. Uh-huh. And that's, nice. some, that's something that I, I think is awesome and really like, so... Yeah, uh, another difference if you if you played the original Pokemon games, uh, it's that for, well, first of all, you have the Pokemon that you picked like on your shoulder for a lot of it, right? Where yes. So your first your starter Pokemon, which is Pikachu or Eevee, will always be with you, um, always on your shoulder, on your head. My Eevee chills on my head a lot of the time, um, and then you get a Pokemon that follows you. So right now yeah. I have a I have a Pidgeotto who follows me, and you get to pick and choose which one you want. Um, to follow you so yeah 
Yeah, because uh, wa- you know, watching the video, uh, Zach Scott would have like gyrodos or uh, he had a uh, is it yeah mew, a mew yeah um, that he had following him around for a while, and it was uh, Articuno, mm-hmm. Zapdos. I don't know if well maybe he didn't have Zapdos following him around, but yeah, a lot of the legendaries later on in the game he had following him around is just just really cool. It's funny when you have like an Onyx follow you, which is huge, a, a very big early Pokemon, because you just see this ma- monstrosity Pokemon just following you, and it's just like massive, and you're so little. It's it's a kind of a funny little thing to see. Yeah, I, th- I think they scale the size and what they would actually be. Yeah, the, yeah it's which, yeah, it's fairly is, accurate too from from what I've I've seen. Yeah, so that's a that's a cool thing to see because now you can kind of figure out what like what Pokemon actually would look like. Yeah, like real in real life. So um, that's a really cool feature. And when you do stuff like that, like you can have the Pokemon follow you, and it helps with them finding items for you. Because um, raspberries are in this game, which help you make the Pokemon a little bit easier to catch. Or the Nabnab berry, which makes them more docile, or the Pineapple, which gives you more candy. So like yeah. those from Pokemon Go are in this as well. And when they follow you, they can you know help help you find items and stuff like that. And they also help their happiness increase, so they'll like you more. Which kind of translate to yeah. So it'll have uh, it'll pick up those berries while the Pokemon's out there, and because if it uh, grows an affinity for you, it's really helpful because when you're doing battles. So because I have Eevee out all the time, Eevee really likes me. Uh, Eevee will get, say, like poison, for example, or paralyzed, but and because of its uh, connection with me or whatever, it'll auto heal, which is really helpful. If it gets hit with a critical hit, like say it's supposed to die, it'll have one hit point left, and it'll do stuff like that, which is really handy when you get into a, a tougher battle and you get into a pickle. It's really clutch when that ends up happening and kind of keeps you battling and safe. So nice, yeah, it's very very helpful. Yeah. Yeah, it it seems like a like a really fun fun game to play too. It's uh I'm, I as I said I can't can't wait to play it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I think I put maybe 12 hours in. I'm going to I just got to sell it on City, which uh is in the story. You kind of confront Team Rocket there. So uh-huh. Uh, one of the times you can you confront them, which is cool because I finally was able to get a, a Thunderstone and evolve Pikachu into oh, Raichu. So nice. one thing to note, uh, if you got Pikachu, you can't use a Thunderstone on your starter Pikachu to evolve it. Oh, you got to uh, get another one. Yeah, and you can't use your Fire, Water, or um, Thunderstone to evolve Eevee. So you're kind of, it sucks because you're stuck with your baseline pokemon the entire game and I, I think you can sub it out on your team and it'll still follow you but you know i like to keep the starter so kind of the team yeah. i'm rolling right now is uh ev pidgeotto raichu war turtle ivysaur and charmeleon so nice. i don't really get to deviate because another really cool thing is the alolan po- version of the kanto pokemon are in there so like uh-huh. Alolan Vulpix, which is usually a fire Pokemon, is actually an ice Pokemon. I really want to use it, but I don't know really who to sub out. Uh, usually yeah. it would be a, my Eevee, but I kind of want to keep the Eevee in there because it's actually really strong and learns some cool abilities. So, nice. um, yeah, it's another little thing that they added, added into the game. Yeah, I mean, that's probably canon because Ash never evolved his Pikachu, so. Yeah, exactly. I remember that episode of the anime where he was weighing the decision on whether or not he should evolve pikachu but he he didn't 
big pansy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, he ended up because Pikachu learned an ability because uh, he was he, he had to fight a Raichu. Yeah, um, it was uh, the Vermilion City yes. Gym Leader. Yeah, and he he ended up because he had Quick Attack, I think, which because he didn't evolve uh, Pikachu yet. I think that was the the move that he learned. Yep, that that's right. I remember the Pikachu standing on its tail, I think, to avoid one of the Raichu's strong attacks. Yeah. can't believe I remember that, but yeah, I, that's I, a, I love that anime. That's a good callback. The Pokemon anime is actually pretty good. Yeah, I like opinion. it. There's some bad seasons, but I think sure. overall it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, my kids watched the X, is it XYZ. Yeah, so it's X and Y, and then they did Z. Yeah, um, that's pretty good. We watched that a little bit. In my opinion, that was the the best of the Pokemon anime. Yeah, I think Ash was competent. He had actually a diverse team. He almost won. Yeah, yeah, it was actually pretty pretty well done. Um, Instead, and then they made him into a a a blithering idiot again, Uh as if he has no battle experience. It's it's frustrating when they do that. But yeah, um, I do know people like Sun and Moon a lot. The anime, so I haven't Uh seen it. Okay. Nice. Yeah. All right. Any other thoughts on Pokemon? Let's go Pikachu. Let's go Eevee. I think if you're a Pokemon fan, you definitely should get this game. I think it's it's pretty awesome. If you don't like the catching, I don't think that's a major deterrent. It's kind of a passel, but I look at it more with this game as it's a, a sort of like a tech demo. Okay kind of push to see what the new the new console can do for a pokemon and judging from what i've seen i think the next pokemon game is going to be pretty special yeah that's that's awesome yeah i wasn't uh, i honestly wasn't expecting much from this game um yeah i wasn't even sure i would get it but uh like i said after having watched significant amount of gameplay uh i'm I'm definitely all 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 in for it so Mm -hmm. i'm especially happy because you know we're getting the new gen second half next year and the yeah. next game that's in line to be remastered is diamond and pearl and that's uh, my my favorite like uh generation in pokemon nice. it's the coolest area so i i'm really excited because that'll be on switch then too so uh-huh. really pumped for that awesome yeah all right uh i don't have any nibble bits unfortunately very I unprepared a, i got a couple all right let's see what you got yeah i'll run through them real quick uh we'll start with Bethesda announced on Twitter today that anyone who has logged into Fallout 76 during 2018 will receive a copy of Fallout 1, Fallout 2, and Fallout Tactics. Wow. The thing that I am reading is it's unclear how the collection will be distributed, so get ready to get it on the Bethesda client. (laughs) Yeah. Also, those games are not even close to what Fallout 76 is. And you can get them for pennies. Yeah, really? they're, I mean they're they're awesome. I played both Fallout One and Two, not to completion, but they're really good. I've not played Fallout Tactics, but mm-hmm. yeah, they're old isometric point and click RPGs, and they're well done. It's just I don't know if today's uh, modern younger gamer is going to be interested in that. One of my friends uh, that I work with played Fallout One and Two, and he loves them. He thinks they're better than Three, New Vegas, right. and Four. So yeah, they're uh, quite good. I think that that you know one and two appeal to a different type of gamer, whereas yeah. three, four, and uh, New Vegas appeal to a different demographic. Sure. So um, I do know they are good still. So yeah. definitely worth checking out. 
another one is Heroes of the Storm. There's been a lot going on with that, Dan. I don't know if you've heard about any a of it. A little bit. Yep, a little bit. So what happened was Blizzard put out a statement for what's coming t- for Heroes of the Storm in 2019. It basically, they uh, they said that they're shifting developers away from Heroes of the Storm to other projects, and they're also canceling major tournaments that they have, like the Heroes Global Championship, which is huge, and then Heroes of the Dorm, which is another uh, massive tournament that they always have. So oh, see, they- I, I always liked watching Heroes of the Dorm. That was cool. Yeah, it was a bunch of college students trying to get their tuition paid for. Yeah. I, yeah, I thought was, it was that, a cool, cool concept. Cool. So, with that being said, they kind of they told people basically to chill out because they're still going to be they're getting their 85th hero, which is going to be coming the first week of January. They're going to be getting some cool events, uh, some more heroes and stuff like that. Uh, some people have announced who are kind of important to the heroes team. They're still on board with the game and still working on it. So, uh, I think. I think with what happened with Heroes of the Storm is it was too late to really make a dent in the esports scene for the MOBA because Dota and League of Legends are just too massive yeah. at this point for them to be knocked off. With Overwatch being like the it online shooter because it's got uh, the, the the Overwatch League and it's one of the most streamed games. At, you know, I could see them moving you know, developers yeah. that to Overwatch, stuff like that. On top of just the general direction Blizzard's been going since Activision's kind of been a part of them. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not surprised by this. It sucks because Heroes of the Storm, I think, is easily the best MOBA. Um, it might not be the most fun for people to watch on Twitch, but I think it is the best one for people to play. So it sucks yeah. that it's kind of... I don't know if it's dying because that might be a little too dramatic. Um, if you can believe gamers being a little dramatic over something. <laughs> So no, never. We, so we don't really know what's going to be happening. They're still putting out content. They're still working on things. Uh, we won't really know. So it's going to be interesting. I doubt a Blizzard game is going to die, though. If like Starcraft's still going, I doubt Heroes. Of the yeah, Soul the yeah, die. the original Starcraft is still going. Exactly. Yeah, so. I mean, I feel like that. Like it may be a niche esports, but it it fits into there, and I think it's going to do fine. You know, um, they they probably it's probably to the point too where they've got the game like pretty rock solid, um, and that you know, like you said, they're just going to be like slowly adding heroes and testing that. Like you know, you don't necessarily need a ton of developers working on that. You know, yeah, I mean, as long as like you know, with all the working condition stuff that's been coming out with different developers, like as long as that's fine, yeah, not being overworked, yeah, if they, they can work a skeleton crew on the game, whatever, like. Yeah. What's important is people keep getting heroes because there's plenty of maps to play on any yeah. game, in my opinion. They don't really need to add more because ev- MOBAs have one map. So yeah. the fact that there's probably 12 in this game, like that's fine. Uh, just keep adding cool heroes in and seeing what happens. So I had a blast. Surge too, so. Oh, definitely. I had a blast with my, what, two months or whatever that I played Heroes of the Storm. It was. It was a lot of fun. We played that game heavy for a long time. Yeah, you did. You and Eric played a lot. <laughs> we really. I played, did. I played for a little bit, but it was it was it was a blast, no doubt. That was one of my more fonder moments in in gaming in our podcast's history. Yeah, the Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, times. Yeah, so. or me, me and Corey talking about Guild Wars for that. That was mine and Eric's, like, Guild Wars 2 was Heroes yes. of the Storm for yes. everybody. <laughs> that's exactly right. 
I remember Jake getting just so mad when you <laughs> hear us talk about it. Oh, good stuff. Yeah, it's. Uh, I hope. I hope Heroes of the Storm is going to be okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Last, last, I got one real quick thing I wanted to point out because it's been bothering me. Uh, Destructoid put out their nominees for Switch Game of the Year at the end of December. Smash isn't on there. Now, let me ask you something. How can the Game Awards, how can different media outlets do best Switch game without the game that is changing the Switch in December? Like, just because it came out early December doesn't mean it should be, like, move your freaking awards. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, I mean, that that's just it. Like, the Game Awards especially, like, they made a big deal of, oh, uh, Smash is coming out, like, later tonight in a couple hours. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't know how early the balloting stuff sort of starts. Um, I I never got a good idea of that from, like, uh, games media people I follow. Uh, But it's probably it's probably somewhere in in maybe mid or early November. Why why did the whole month and a half get omitted? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know it's going to be eligible for next year, but. How is that quite fair? The, it's not quite the same because it came out in 2018, not 2019. So, yeah, I just think games that come out at that, like in December or January, tend to get forgotten about for a lot of things. And you know, Smash won't get forgotten about, but I don't think it's really fair for Smash to compete against 2019 games because it didn't come out in 2019. You know, yeah. it's going in as a, a favorite to probably win a bunch of stuff, and like it's going to take away games that actually came out. That yeah, year. I I just think it's silly. And how recently did Destructoid do their top Switch games? Was it like a week ago or a few days ago? Uh, let let me tell you, Dan. They posted their article on December twenty second, which is today at uh four. So that was plenty of time to get a good feel for Smash. Exactly. Yeah. So that, that there's really no reason why they didn't have have it on their list. It, I just think it's it's silly. And what I, what what games on there that. Yeah, re- read off the list. Let's see what's on there. Octopath Traveler. Okay. Yeah. Celeste. Yeah. Overcooked 2. Okay. Vegas Defenders. Pokemon Let's uh, Go, Pikachu and Eevee. Uh, Yoko's Island Express and Mega Man 11. Yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> Smash should be on that list. There's no reason for it. Like, no offense to Yoko's or Aegis Defenders or Overcooked or Mega Man. Yeah. One of those can be cut for the biggest the biggest switch game to have come out so far yeah i think that's still it sold to that point already i think it sold five million copies so it's a dumb nitpicky thing for me but i just think why what's the big deal about having the game awards in january yeah i don't it especially the the game awards that's like the game awards show like like i get want uh you know the individual media outlets wanting to get their their game of the year stuff out like early ish, you know, to try to get the attention, but the game awards is the game awards. Like that's the mm-hmm. only game in town. I, I think it's a really good, uh, award show. Definitely. I, it, I don't want to take away from the actual game award. they do a really good job. And I think, but yeah, they... yeah, I don't know why, like you, I don't know why they can't push it. Like maybe even the week between Christmas and new year's. Like, I don't know what the thought is of having it in early December. It's probably something stupid. Like the journalists want to take a break. Yeah, maybe. I don't I'll, know. I'll, I'll get on the horn with Jeff Keeley and, and find out what exactly is going on. We should bring him on podcast to discuss this. We should. 
we should. He's, he's got time for us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is a little bit off topic, but not not really. Um, so my wife is is a administrator at the high school we all went to, mm-hmm. and the one of the things that the school wanted to do is they wanted to have uh, people from because Newark Valley it's a very small rural farm school uh, or far, rural farming community. The school, you know, it's it. No one expects much from from kids from Newark Valley. So one of the things that they wanted to do was uh, sort of recognize the the uh, alum that uh have gone on to do like impressive things and my first thought for that Us. was kyle no, well no <laughs> it was kyle Osman. <laughs> yeah um be you know being in the same type of thing but actually like being really successful at it and i, I told my wife i was like yeah last year's game awards the show opened with kyle bosman and jeff Keeley like having a conversation about video games like that's how it, the game awards started yeah the, She's the... Like, oh my god i didn't even know that <laughs> I wonder if they would ever recognize him. Who's that? Like Newark Valley, like recognizing alum. If that key uh, would be one that they would actually. Yeah, I mean, that's that's who I put forward right away. Like that was my. That's who I said they should do. So. Yeah, I mean, who else at Newark Valley has done something great? I'm, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know that. Like, there's plenty of people that like graduated and are like doctors and stuff. Um, but like, really? you know, he. Oh yeah. Definitely. Um, but he, he like created easy allies, you know, yeah. uh, super popular on game trailers and, uh, he's well loved in the gaming community. It was funny when game trailers closed down, uh, all the comments on other websites were like, Oh my God, I hope Kyle Bosman can find something else in, in games to, yeah. to keep in content. I was like, Oh, that's, that's cool. But we know him <laughs> kind of, <laughs> he was quite a few great. Corey would probably know him the best. He was closest to Corey's class. I think. Yeah, I think that's right. I, I think, think Corey did know him. Younger than Corey, maybe. Man, Corey's old. Yeah. Yes, he is. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I just thought that was an interesting thing. Yeah, definitely. Interesting aside, uh, how was your week, Will? Uh, good. It's Christmas time, yeah. so it, I've literally been working nonstop. And I'm, it sucks because I'm getting a closing shift, and then my next shift's a morning shift. Uh-oh. So, like... I'll do that, be spent the rest of the day, on top of working out every day for the most part, be spent all day, sleep, have a closing shift, have an opening shift, and just rinse and repeat. I will say I had a little funny incident at work the other day. Well, leading into work. Uh, it was Friday? Yeah, Friday. And going into Friday, or Thursday night, I was like, oh, like, you know, I work at 12.30, no big deal, blah, 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 did my thing. So I'm laying in bed at, I wake up at like 8.39 and go downstairs to move the car for mom. And I lay back in bed and like at 9.10, 9.20, I get a call from my manager. And I was like, yeah, he wants me to come in. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so I lay there more, fall back asleep for a little bit, wake up at like 10-ish to more calls and texts asking if I was okay. So I listened to the voicemail. I'm supposed to be in at 9. Oh, I've had that happen to me before. It was the first time I ever misread my schedule. Yeah. Uh, I like that. And then it's like one of the, I think it's the only time I was actually late to work this year. Uh-huh. So I sped into work, got there uh-huh. at 11 and I was mad because I had to stay until 730, which right. is, you know, I had to, that's what I was yeah. going to do. Yeah. But I could have been done at 530. Yeah. So frustrated. I was annoyed and then did that. And then I was in at eight this morning. It's just yeah. like. Ugh, awful and it's so busy it's just working in service makes me hate 
the holidays. Oh yeah. Oh, I remember those days too. And I'm trying, I'm trying so hard to keep on my, my, my love for the holidays because I like getting together with family, eating food, being lazy, but man, it's just the lead up just kills me for all of them now. Yeah. And the lead up, at least, uh, you know, your employer that I I worked at previously, um, it's, it's been a month of that. So Yeah, because the store that you know we work at, which is funny because our area kind of sucks, yeah. is the busiest store in the company or top two, top three. Yeah. So we just kind of get hit oh, for so long, it's so frustrating, and it's. Just, I'm looking forward to it being January first and where everything slows down. Go back to, and I'm somebody who likes it when it's busy because I don't get as bored. But man, it's right. just it's. When you're trying to walk around to do something simple like go to the bathroom and you have to dodge people, and then yeah. when people give you attitude because they're there for twenty minutes instead, like and you're there for eight and a half hours, it's just like you want to yeah. bash their head it's, off the ground. It's it's mentally tiring. Is yeah. What it is. Yeah, and I'm somebody who always you know is, has fun, happy, but man, it just it weighs on you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't miss those days. And you see it on the face of all the employees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know, because uh, I, when I do Instacart, it's 95%. I that's I go to Wegmans. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I still get a little sense of that, but I'm only in there for like 10 minutes usually to pick up an order and drop it off. But yeah, yeah the parking's crazy. And then I'm trying because I go in the exit because that's where my the staging area is for my orders that I have to get. And there's people like flying out, and it's like crazy. Yeah. So. Yeah, and tomorrow you gotta park at the mall and get shuttled into the store. And oh, I didn't know they do that. They, they didn't do that when I was there. I refuse to do it. Yeah. I think it's so stupid. Yeah. I'm coming in at twelve thirty. I'm not gonna shuttle to my car at nine thirty at night. Yeah. You know, like I'm just not gonna do that. Yeah. So I always I always park in the in the employee lot on those days which i'm a little rebel so but you've got a different car people won't recognize it now you know oh yeah that's true the impala yeah it's uh incognito yeah it's true i am incognito a lot of people don't know that i have in fact totaled my car oh that's official by the way that that got totaled oh yeah yeah for definitely so that stinks the escape is dead no longer with us rip escape yeah i was i'm bummed but that's about my week. Like, I finished school up and immediately jumped into working a ton. So I've been super, super busy. And I want to help mom with Christmas. It's a good thing Corey's home. You know, yeah. Kind of been helping out a lot. Making, oh, good. Making it easier for, you know, mom and dad and me. So that's been yeah. good. How long is Corey home, home for? Good question. Through Christmas, I know. Thursday, maybe. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's nice. home for a bit. Nice. Home for a bit. Put them to work, yeah. So I can sleep. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Uh, but yeah, that, that's it for me. I'm I'm trying to play as much games as I can. Like I'm playing Let's Go Eevee Smash. I want to get to Odyssey here and probably when I have Christmas and the day after off from work. So I think I'm gonna play Odyssey those days. Yeah, really get into it. I don't know if I talked about this or not, but um. Ubisoft is apparently I, I meant to actually talk about this in a little bit because I think this is a fairly recent uh, development. It's that Ubisoft is gifting people who played more than an hour of Assassin's Creed Odyssey on their project stream a free copy of the game when the when the project project stream shuts down. 
That's or the, awesome. the beta shuts down, I should say. So uh, I've just got to get my playtime up for an hour, uh, up to an hour, and I'll have a, a copy of Assassin's Creed Odyssey on UPlay. Uh, so I'm wow. very excited about that. I'd, I'll probably just like fire it up and let it sit for an hour and see if that that does enough. Dan, we live in a world where Ubisoft is doing good consumer things, and companies like Blizzard and Bethesda are just getting tanked right now. Yeah. Yeah, not just that, but Ubisoft is, has made some pretty good games lately. Like the you know, Assassin's Far- Creed games are the best they've been. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, so, uh, everyone loved Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I, the only reason I didn't play it more was because the Project Stream was only thirty frames, and it was kind of a janky thirty frames. So, uh, but I really like the game. You know, Far Cry Five came out earlier uh, last year. Yeah. One of my favorite games was Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Yeah, it was really good. So it, they're doing really good right now. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So. It's just funny to me that we we've hated on Ubisoft for countless years. Now they're like (laughs) the ones who are doing really well. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, Me too. EA needs to recover a little bit, but yeah, they they probably don't care. They're making enough money off of Madden and FIFA and all those games that whatever for the rest of them, you know. Well, people on Reddit are just always after EA, regardless of what they do. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of an Owen game for them. Well, it's to the point where, like, when I see them hitting on Bethesda or Blizzard, I'm like, ah, it's funny, whatever. But just, like, with EA, I'm just like, give it up. Still. Yeah. Well, I think part of it, too, is, uh, you know, EA's handling of Mass Effect. Yeah. uh, Dragon Age, to a lesser extent. Battlefront. Battlefront, definitely Battlefront. Battlefront and Mass Effect are probably the two biggest uh, things that are causing this. Yeah. No doubt. like, I saw a screenshot of EA stock down for a couple hours, and they're like, we did it. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> you are going to cause it to go back up almost immediately. Yeah. Um, as for my week, I like to talk about at the top of the hour, we have made a major push to get moved out of our old house, and we finally are, other than the garage, but the garage is not dire right now, so uh, that's a big load off our our shoulders uh so i'll have more time to play video games and uh like i said we're gonna hopefully get back to rookie camp maybe we'll do one tomorrow night even uh we've got a family gathering tomorrow night but maybe after we get back we can do rookie camp and i don't think i've talked about this but um val is going to be combining november november's games and december's games for her end of the month recap because we Perfect. we've had to we've had to not do them every week like we wanted to um so yeah she's just gonna double up with 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 november and december uh next week's episode is probably going to be the end of the year recap uh which i will uh do myself okay. uh, so I, maybe i'll have her come on to talk about them talk about them then okay uh, but i have decided i'll i'll let people know maybe via facebook or, or twitter mm-hmm. or it might just be a surprise who knows so i was thinking dan for the thummies we put forth three games per category yeah five. Right. oh yeah yeah uh, i mean we haven't set too many ground rules yet but yeah that's that's fair um a lot of the categories i like i only have two games probably for the most i think the one with the most loaded we could do is game that got away and game we wish we played where we could probably do five games if we wanted yeah um, because I think that'll lead to a lot of discussion, but I think for a lot of the cate- categories themselves, like we can, we'll, 
blitz through them quicker with less, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's all I got. Uh, Will, you want to get into what you played other than uh, Pokemon? Yeah, so I've just been playing Smash. I know you've probably been playing some Smash, too. Oh, yeah. A lot of Smash. What a game, man. What a game. It's so good. I think my Game Award and, you know, the various outlets doing their Game of the Year stuff, angst comes from the fact that Smash is so good and it's not going to get its due until another year. Yeah. <laughs> that is that is a bit frustrating. I agree. Because, man, this game deserves a lot of a lot of praise right now. I think it's yeah. an amazing game. And they, they fixed the online for the most part. It's still... The latency bothers me, and that's something that I can't really get through because I, need to, I don't get good enough. So... Um, that bothers me, but they have fixed it to where the rule sets are at least most of the time what you want, as opposed to getting just insane rule sets that people do to troll you online. So yeah. uh, that's helpful. I really like that. Uh, I've played some friends who are better than me recently. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. One person's really good with link that I'm friends with. So mm-hmm. uh, we got together a couple Fridays ago and we all played and I was second best probably tied for second i only played the other person who was really good once but this one guy with link was so good and i almost beat him with zelda but what happened you know when you do the you're on the last stock and you do the 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 smash or you do get a good hit on them and the thing zooms in and slows down for a second and they go flying yeah well i hit him with zelda's over b which is the flame that she sends out like the little the little like it looks like uh navi uh huh. And it flies out there and it explodes. I hit him with one on his last life and it did that and sent him flying. And the other two got up and started cheering and like I got up too and he actually didn't die. He came back oh, on. So the man. fight, the fight commenced and he ended up beating <laughs> me and I was devastated. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, so, you know, just just because of the 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 um, theater of it, the theater of it. Thank you. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going for. Um. Yeah. So. But you know what? The game's awesome, and like I'm just kind of playing with a bunch of characters. Like, I've settled pretty much on Zelda, Duck Hunt, and uh, Isabel right now. Uh, I really like Inkling, though. Inkling's a ton of fun to play. Inkling's, that's my main right now, is, yeah. is Inkling Girl. Or the, I, well, I guess it's just Inkling, right? You can yeah. have the boy skin. Mm-hmm. You can switch okay. between the, the different... It's like with uh, Villager. You can change between male, female, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, think- that's been my main. I guess Inkling's a top-tier fighter, too, with the preliminary, like, rankings for the characters. I, I could see that. I could so, see that. It's yeah, a lot, which, a lot of fun to play. The, Inkling's a ton of fun. I love playing Inkling. So, uh, the game's great, Dan. What what have you been experiencing? Yeah, I uh, totally agree. Uh, it's 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 uh, excellent game. The thing I like about it is the bouncing around into the different modes. If I get tired of doing the World of Light, which I really like, but, some, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you're like... You get stuck on a really hard battle, so you just come back to it later. You bounce out and do Spirit Board for a while. You bounce out and do a Classic Mode for a while. You go online for a little while, and, and it, I just rotate those modes as I'm playing. And uh, I never never get bored or frustrated. I just you know just change what I'm doing, uh, which is which is great. Uh, I also I I was worried about playing it in my car because I cannot cannot play with the normal controllers the, the joy con <laughs> in handheld mode whatever i can't play it i just can't i'm i'm completely inept oh i will say too uh my son did beat me once hey when we were playing yeah i was i let him use my um 
my my uh, GameCube controller. I was using a normal controller. I was he plays as Link too. That's his his character. Uh, and I was playing as the, I was the Pokemon trainer because I do random. I just, yeah, yeah. That's more fun for me that way. Yeah, you learn um, the other characters exactly. Uh, yeah, and he uh, it was a it, the it was, the match ended up being a tie, uh, but he got the first hit on me. Mm, uh, and the OT and the overtime and sent me flying. Uh, he had that happen again another time, but I I, I bested him that time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I don't let him win. Like I try my hardest every single thing, and he's he's getting there. <laughs> it's scary, right? It I'm is good, very I'm... scary. Yes. How quickly they pick it up. Yeah, uh, but we also, uh, I'm not going to say this too loud, but we got him a controller like mine, It's except it's Link, the GameCube oh, controller. So That's awesome. Yeah, for Christmas. Did he like the GameCube controller? I don't know if he liked it better. It, I don't know that it made a difference for him, but, it, you know, it's the it novelty will. of it, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I, the game is so much better with the, with the GameCube-style controller. Um, so, but yeah, one, one thing I did recently too is, um, so I was worried about using my GameCube controller when I was playing it portably. Um, but I, I don't know, even, even know what made me think of this, but when I got my phone, it came with a USB C to normal USB adapter. Uh, so I, I got it, I plug it into the bottom of the switch and, uh, it plugs my, my, uh, GameCube controller because my GameCube controller is a USB uh, controller so and it plays perfectly that way so I just have to make sure I have like some place to stand it on uh, so I sent you guys a picture in my car there the two knobs for I think it's for the radio uh, the radio power and the radio dial like yeah. I can set it right there on my <laughs> dash and sit there and play it it's fantastic That's because the so cord cool. you know the cord sticks out on the bottom like it like it does um and it it just dangles perfectly right between the right between the knobs on my dash, and that's how I play it. And I've played it quite a bit, uh, mostly when I'm waiting to pick up the kids at school. Uh, but you know, when I'm I took my daughter to piano on sometime last week, or was it this week? I don't know. Um, and yeah, it was the same thing. That's how I played. It was great. Yeah, it helps you kill like instead of having to drive back home and back there, you can just go wherever and just sit yeah. there and play for a little, like an yeah. hour or whatever, how yeah, long love it. it takes. So love it. That, that <laughs> is awesome. Especially when you have angry kids after school too, but you can just give max the controller and let them, <laughs> let them play. Yeah. So uh, he actually played with me. And, and one of the, when we took my, my daughter to piano, I brought the, I brought the joy con controller for him and we, we both played on my, on my dash setup. It was fantastic. So they're, they're both loving Smash so far, I take it. Oh, yeah. That's Definitely. good. Glad to hear. Can't wait till uh, Max gets to experience the GameCube controller full time. Yeah, I, I'm I'm sure we'll be playing some on Christmas Eve, too, because you guys are coming here. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. So I'll definitely be playing some Smash. I'll be at a work at 430 and I'll be over. Nice. So. Uh, but that's all I've played um, other than HQ. A lot of Pokemon Go still. I saw uh, the. Oh, we gotta talk about Pokemon Go. Uh, yeah. But quickly, I saw the HQ CEO OD'd or something. Yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, I, I don't. I haven't played as consistently as I usually do. Um, but yeah, I don't know if they did anything for it. Oops. That's yeah. That's not good. All that money he made went. <laughs> yeah. Went yeah. Other things. Um, 
But they did uh, they did launch a new game called HQ Words, which is actually pretty fun. I don't have a good grasp on it yet because I only played it for the first time tonight, but mm. that's pretty interesting too. So I don't know if I'll ever win that like I win HQ because uh, I have a lot of useless knowledge stuffed into my head. So yeah, I is it live with a bunch of people? Like yeah, yep, same way. Interesting. I'll yeah, it's, it's download pretty, it. Yeah, so the way the way it works is it's a phrase that you know. Uh, you know one two three words or whatever that you have to fill in um and you get i think is it 20 seconds uh, and i'll slowly reveal letters but also at the beginning of the game you you spin a dial and you get that letter if it's in the puzzle every time uh, and you get three tries to type in wrong letters before the time's up is it sort of like um is it wheel of fortune were you a little bit like wheel of fortune if wheel of fortune were timed okay but yeah, and if Wheel of Fortune slowly revealed letters as the timer was counting down. Okay. Yeah. And then who? Then you keep going through a series of phrases until yep. the last people are remaining or whatever? Yeah. Okay, gotcha, I did, gotcha. didn't watch it through to the end, uh, so I don't know like what the winnings are or anything like that, but there might not be winnings yet because it's an, it's it's technically a beta. But it's pretty cool if you're interested in in word live, especially live word games. So that makes it a little more fun to see, you know, who got it right, who got it wrong. I like. I wish the Xbox would bring back one versus one hundred. Yeah, that was cool. Like that was so cool. Yeah, I remember spending so much time playing that, and I, I like to see that kind of resurging in the form of HQ, in a way. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, but that's all I have. Yeah. Oh, you want to talk about Pokemon Go? Oh, I think I mentioned it before, but I'll say it again, Dan. Adventure Sync has changed everything for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I hatch eggs, like, all the time now. Like, I get candy. I think when I activated it, I had 45 Magnemite candy. Now I have, like, 78, huh? which is crazy because I'm getting... I want to get a Magnezone, which is the final evolution. Oh, cool. Uh, so that's a Gen 4 Pokemon, so they're putting it in soon, and I need a lot of candy. I need, I think, 125 or whatever, which is what I'll need, so, like, and an item, and now I'm, like, getting that because I'm so close. Like, I'm get, I'm walking the three kilometers for uh, the candy, like, four or five times a day when I work, so it's really cool. It's super handy, and I hatch eggs like crazy. Yeah. Um, I way more so, fun that way. Yeah, like, I'm actually progressing, as opposed to just, like, well, I'll catch a couple things and then not play for a couple months and rinse and repeat. So, yeah. it, it's nice. I'm really glad you told me about that feature. Yeah, it. I, I feel like they did a good job of releasing it at the right time, too. Uh, they probably had that plan for a while. And actually, when it launched, that was one of the things that people complained about the most, was that, it you know, you had to have the app open to to count steps and for your walking and stuff. So... I'm sure you you know we're not the only people that started playing it a lot more when we were actually getting eggs to hatch because I never had it open when I was walking around you know never yeah, yeah. no exactly so. I would go on dedicated walks but when it's like it is now in the middle of winter I'm not gonna do that like I don't yeah. care enough so yeah but now like between work and gym and everything like that everything gets logged and it's super it's super nice to have that yeah agreed uh, so we do have a piece of feedback I feel like I checked and we didn't, but we do. Did we tweet that we weren't going to be doing it Thursday? I put it on Facebook. Uh, I don't. I forgot to tweet it, but I did put it on Facebook earlier in the week. I'll have to get Corey to log me into the Twitter. Okay. So I yeah. remember to tweet stuff. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, like I said, it just uh, things have been crazy the past like week or so. So, uh, but yeah, and, and things should slow down now, especially after Christmas. Things are really yeah. slow down. So that's true. It'll yeah, be, it'll be back to normal a little bit more. Uh, so this is from from Tate, who says, "Hey guys, I just had one question for this week, and that is what one gaming memory that you wish you could go back in time and experience to experience again, and why." Mine would be Christmas Day in my ninth grade year when I got the Xbox 360, Halo 3, and Guitar Hero 3. It was one of the most happy gaming days of my entire life, and I wish I could go back in time uh, to real lot, relive the feelings I felt that day and how fun of a day it was gaming. Sorry if any of that sounded weird. I'm writing this message with my voice while I'm driving. I hope you all have a great week. Taterade out. That's an amazing question. That is an amazing question, because uh, I, I have a few of these. Um, I do too, yeah. So, I mean, the first one is playing Breath of the Wild again for the first time. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm a good one. jealous of people who get to experience because I, I, over Smash Weekend, I was I was telling our cousin how uh, uh, the majesty of, of Breath of the Wild a little bit. So, yeah, we got I would confirmation like, I, from Corey, too, about that, too, which made what, me feel good because remember that? how Corey was not didn't hate on Breath of the Wild, but he wasn't as yeah blown away by it, like how you and I were. Yeah. And Corey confirmed that, yeah, it was like there's a mystique with that game that's pretty yeah. special. Oh, I, I still think about it. Like, I haven't played it lately because of Smash, um, but I like I want to go back to it. I've got to finish my master mode playthrough. Yeah, uh, so it's 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 a magical game and I can't say good things about it. It really is. And I still think about it at times, too, Dan. So that I, I'm totally with you on that one. Yeah. Um, another one would be my uh, my intense star wars galaxies uh probably for like half a year mm-hmm. played that game religiously and uh it was with our cousin chris uh who also played that game religiously um those are those are some good times um as for like a specific day like a uh, christmas day was always nice because we usually did get video games yeah so what do, what do you got will uh I'll, I'll think more while you're talking yeah, so two popped in my head. One Smash weekend, like I love yeah. when we get together to do stuff like that. And like I, whenever I leave it, I always leave uh, bummed. And you know, especially with this one, I had a had I came crashing back to reality pretty quick. Yes. So I wish I could yeah. go back and redo you know those moments where we all get together and play games because we literally sat and did nothing but play yeah. <laughs> Smash Brothers. Oh, it was so it was so nice, so it's, nice to do that. And it got worse when you left, Dan. Like, we literally didn't move for, like, yeah. <laughs> that extra day and a half that you were nice. there. So that's one of them. Another is just, like, back in... It, it's a general time frame. Like, back in high school where, you know, me and my friends would literally, you know, finish school, do our sports practices, and then go play video games from, like, 5 until 10. Yeah. You know, we'd be in an Xbox Live party, like, just playing whatever game. Like, usually it was Call of Duty 4, World at War, uh, Battlefields. Like, we literally just did that so much. And, like, you know, when you get older, you don't get to spend as much time with your friends uh, because, you know, you're not forced together by school, you know, where everybody's off doing their own thing. So you don't get to hang out as much. Uh, but because like we had school and everything like that, we get would be together all the time. We'd play video games all the time, and we really had no responsibilities. Other yeah. Than that. So we just we just did that, and that's something that I, I miss because I don't get to really play games as much as I would like to anymore. Yeah. Agreed. So. Yeah, mine would be uh, the Halo parties that we had. 
Yeah, I feel like it was it was it over the summer. I don't know, but it was it was when you know when Xbox and Halo first came out, and <clears throat> we would go to Jared's and spend the entire weekend playing Halo from the time you know from after school on Friday, and we would get home Sunday night. That's how long we would just play Halo. Like yeah. for two straight days, we would play Halo. You know, mm. occasionally we, one of us would nod off and fall asleep, but. <laughs> It was disgusting. We all just would sit in the basement and sweat and eat pizza and drink Mountain Dew and and play Halo for two days. Just be as healthy as unhealthy <laughs> as possible. Oh God! I'm surprised I didn't have a heart attack from all that. <laughs> it was awful. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, th- those were those were some fun times. Yeah, I I look back fondly on those times too. Yeah, high school, late high school. Mm-hmm. You know, because then you have a little more leeway. Like I said, we would, me and Corey would leave on a Friday after school and go to Jared's and the entire <laughs> entire weekend spent playing Halo. Yeah, you guys would just be MIA for X amount of time. Yeah, that was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, a lot of my summers revolved around gaming. Like, there was one uh, way back when. Uh, it was Nintendo 64 days, and it was I was, I would in the in the summer in the uh, I would go stay with like a week with our cousin Chris, who mm-hmm. I've already mentioned a couple times because he's, uh, you know, uh, a fellow gamer along with us. Been around for a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we played um, Star Wars Episode One Racer religiously for for that entire week that that uh that i was there and that was that was some good times because we would you know get onto a hard track and and spend five six hours just trying to beat one track Mm -hmm. just you like i i don't know how i you know how you have as a young person to have the mental fortitude to do the same thing over and over it got to the point where like you just memorized it and you just moved like you didn't you didn't you weren't even visual like i could close my eyes probably and do the track yeah I don't. I just don't know how you can soldier through something like that at this point as an older person. Yeah, your your patience wears thin as you get older. Yeah, you're like, I don't have time for this. I'll do something easier. Yeah, but I mean, we got really good at that game. So, yeah, fun yeah. times. Definitely, I wish wish I could experience some of those times again for sure. Yeah. Um. I think that's everything. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so Tate, thank you for writing in. Uh, we will do your game giveaway and then yeah. uh, call it a call it an episode. Quick one uh, tonight. Yeah, I've got to get caught up on who uh, who I owe games to. Also, call up the list right here. Yeah. While you're get, getting that up, Dan, the Ravens end up beating the Chargers today. Oh, I forgot there was football today. Yeah, that's a big deal. Wait, is today Friday? Just Saturday. Today's Saturday? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, I... I, oh, I I've, Wait, I is have, it? I, it is Saturday, yeah. No, you're, now I'm questioning it. No, it's Saturday. Because my kids had, didn't have school today. That It was yesterday. But it was a half day, so... Oh God! I, I'm my my internal clock is because uh, I don't know I didn't mention it but the other night I was at the house the old house like cleaning and moving stuff out literally the entire night I was there 
other than like an hour and a half in the middle there or two hours uh, where my wife went over, I was there from uh, like where the kids went to bed until they went to school in the morning. This is when I finally came home and was just moving stuff. You're crazy. So, so, so my, my days are a little mixed up. Needless to say. All right. I'm I'm numb on the inside, so I'm just don't know what's going on either. It's just that time of the year. Yeah. All right. Tate game number one. Game number one, Dan, is 122. 22, uh, blank. All right. Roll again. 76. 76. Fallout 76. No, not really. That would be funny. 76 is Elegy for a Dead Word. World. Elegy for a Dead World. Okay. Um, Next, 117. 117 is Bit Trip Runner. Dang. Okay. Next, 125. 125 is Monaco. Okay. Uh, whoops. 87. 87 is Back to the Future the Game. Winner. <laughs> And last, 69. 69 is Grim Legends 2, Song of the Dark Swan. There we go. So, Tate, your games are Elegy for a Dead World, uh, Bit Trip Runner, uh, Monaco, Back to the Future of the Game, and last but not least... Grim Legends 2, Song of the Dark Swan. So let us know what you want. Uh, I will get caught up. I, I think I owe people some games still. So I'll let you know. If I don't know what it is, I'll send you an email. I can't guarantee it's going to happen until after Christmas, but we'll we'll see. You'll get them. You'll, you will get them. Uh, yes. Uh, as I said, uh, next week's episode will will be the, the second half of the year recap. Uh, which I will be doing by myself. Uh, maybe I'll do a live stream. Well, I don't know about the logistics of that because I, you know, you have to play the audio clips. I don't know if I can do that or not. But if I figure out a way, I'll let you know, and I will, I will tweet it and Facebook it. Uh, but otherwise, our next episode, our next live episode, will be the Thummies. Um, looking, looking for early sure. January for that first week or second week probably the first week in january which would be the third, third. yeah sir so, uh possibly we because uh, i know eric is traveling at mm-hmm. that point so we'll we'll we'll, we'll work around him because we want to have all four of us on so just like old times just like old times uh anything else well no that's it for me dan all right uh, that'll do it for episode so you know i'm gonna check and see what episode it is because at least for the sign off i have to get it right you know <laughs> um, see where we're at yeah uh yep episode 387 i had it right so that'll do it for episode 387 of the thumbstick athletes podcast i'm your host dan and i'm will thanks for listening and get out of my basement One, two, three, four.